Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Hey, everybody. No, wait, start over. Actually, don't start over. Let me tell y'all something. (laughs) We... We have just spent what two hours, three hours, two hours, two and a half hours—a long ass time. Uh, hours. Long time. Um, we I took Spencer to church. Yeah. Um, we dug in there. I made her listen to a song while she smoked her cigarette. <laughs> I sipped a little champagne, a little mimosa. Spencer downed her entire Starbucks. Yeah. Fishers interrupted us approximately eighty-six times, and that has brought so, us to where we're at right now. All is right and normal. All is right in the world. We cried, we laughed, we yeah. reminisced, we looked at photos on my phone for a little self um, glorification. I don't really know the word. We went down memory lane, we but did. we did that because it was going to tie into the episode. It, our conversation just led us there, which is kind of crazy. It is. And um, we did a little reminiscing. So, but before we be get going, into it, yeah. Uh-oh. The reason I was late. Oh, God. I have to vent about something. Okay. And it's totally off topic from it's anything fine. else that we're um, going to talk about. Well, hold on. Before you get into it, I told Spencer we had a short little window. Mike was on a fishing tournament, and I told her if you could be here by two. Wait, did we say one or two? I don't even know at this point. Two, one. And then I said, what time are you actually going to be here? And you're like. I'm well, I think you got. Yeah, you texted one. me at around one and said like that okay. you were on your way home. Okay, so then it was two. But then I checked this bitch's location and she was at the Starbucks. When I checked it, I was going to screenshot it and blast you on stories. But I was like, <laughs> let me not. Hey, I did say but I needed caffeine. You did. But then you texted me and said, I'll tell you about it. So now that's brought us here. That's brought us here. Oh, by the way, this mm. is Basically Famous. Thanks oh, welcome listening. to the second <laughs> the second episode of Basically Famous. Um, if you're here, if you're new here, you won't regret it. If you're old here, you might regret it, but you still love us. So you're staying, you're staying put. No regrets. No regrets. Okay. And I'm only saying this and listen. I think the only person in my family, Robbie's family, that might listen to this podcast is Lauren. So, okay. Lauren, if you listen to this. Oh, boy. It's not personal. Oh, I, boy. We're about to get in some some family drama? A little bit. So, Robbie's family. Okay. Robbie's family is the whole reason that we moved to North Carolina. Right. We love his family if so much. I know what this is about, I'm going to die. Because I think I know. I don't know if you do. Okay. Let's get into it. If I'll stop interrupting. We love his family. Okay. So, so much. We've always had a great relationship with them. His cousins were involved in my wedding. I was involved in their wedding. Like, mm-hmm. we we love each other. Yeah. You're close. However, since we have moved here, mm-hmm. it's like we're forgotten about. Like, they forget that we live here. And so... Which is rude because you're basically famous. Hello. So, invites to things are like an afterthought. Did you not get invited to the dog birthday party? 
Literally, this is about See, the dog I told birthday you. party. I knew. I already knew. Debbie told you about the dog birthday party. Okay. <laughs> my mi- oh, okay. My microphone's gonna die. Yeah. So, um, when I did her hair the other day, she was telling me this weekend she had to do the dog birthday party. But I didn't know y'all weren't invited, obviously. But when you started this, I was like, uh oh, is that gonna be? Yeah. You didn't get invited. I got it. You. It's a sweet sixteen. That's really bad. You are like D list fam. So. <laughs> Is it her 16th? No, I think yes. it's her 15th. No, the dog was turning 16. She's only one year older than Eli was. I'm just telling you what Debbie told me because I was like, oh, sweet 16. Like we made jokes about it in the chair. Oh, uh, Debbie doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> Debbie doesn't know. I, I'm pretty sure she's 15. Listen, and we love this dog. And like we are the we are a family that celebrates our dogs like they're children. Okay, absolutely. So if you're one of those people that dog moms aren't real moms, fuck off. Okay? I had a whole ass baby shower for lipstick. Swear to God. Yeah, like I, I no shit. They're not real children. Oh. But like you know, we celebrate. We celebrate them. Maggie with their listens own better than Fisher does. <laughs> and if you ask me today who my favorite child is, it's Maggie. So right, and Lauren yeah. is with child, but she is a dog mom. For now. So okay. we have birthday parties yeah. for our dogs. So that was happening. And this is not, uh, this is not like to her specifically because there have been so many things. Other things. And events over the last few years that like we find out like very close to the time. Showers, parties. It's like it, everything's an afterthought. They know that Saturdays are out for me. I can't do Saturdays. So if you are having an event that is a family oriented event and I need to be included or invited, or you're going to choose to invite me or include me, you have to let me know so I can make arrangements for my schedule and be there. That doesn't happen. So it'll be like, hey, four days prior, we're having a birthday party, blah, blah, blah day blah, blah, blah time. I'm like, cool. Won't be there because I have plans or I have to work or whatever. That's fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. And it can only happen so many times before I start to feel like it's really intentional and not an oversight. Girl, hello. You are preaching to the choir. Right. So a few days ago, Robbie says, apparently Lauren is having a birthday party for the dog. Uh, Sunday. I Wait, said, Lauren is having this? Yes. And she listens to this? Maybe. Is that the girl that I did her hair? That one time? The runner? She yeah. runs? hmm And she's listening to this? Well, I'm about to send them a text anyway. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm a little more heated okay, here well, than I plan to be in the text. I'm just, Got it. I'm Let's banking, go. I'm right. banking on the fact that she doesn't listen to this. Okay. But that's why I said, All you right. know, ahead of time. I listen, I'm not that. trying to ruffle feathers, no, 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 but I, I feel it. how I feel and I'm really irritated. No, I go off so, this. Anyways, Robbie then, tech, I said, text your mom and find out like what time. Like I have things to do. It's Sunday today. We're recording. Like mm-hmm. it's my one day off that I had this week. So then Robbie texts me back and says, well, my mom says she doesn't know if anybody's invited. So I'm not going to text Lauren. I was like, okay, weird. Tell me why I get a text today at one thirty mm-hmm. saying birthday party at his aunt's house at five 30. Mm-hmm. I said, sorry, can't I have plans like fuck off all the way. If you want me to be, I love these people, of course. but like, I'm tired of feeling like Fifth my fiddle. presence doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I would rather not be invited at all than have like a pity invite 
after the fact. And it's like, I don't, as I said, I don't know if it's intentional or I don't know if it's just an oversight, but it's all the time. When we moved here, we Mm -hmm. thought we were going to be so much closer Mm -hmm. to them because anytime we came to visit, it was so much much fun and we did all this stuff together. And literally from, we've been here six years Mm -hmm. from the moment we moved here, it was like, what, what relationship? And that's really frustrating when we, we picked up our whole lives to move closer and to be closer to family. That's very frustrating. Correct. And also like speaking from experience, um, being left out of family stuff like sucks, you know, like I'm very close with my family because it's very small and especially like losing my dad, like it's very small, but I know through other people without putting too much out there, like it hurts people's feelings when you're not invited and it makes you as a, as a family member, as a person, as a friend or whatever, it makes you question like what you did or like why someone's doing that. If, if you go out of your way to extend invites, right? Yeah. Which I would imagine y'all do. Um, well, we don't anymore. Honestly, we stopped, we stopped inviting them yeah. to things that well, we that's do not reciprocated what's the point I mean I right. know that's not always you know two wrongs don't make it right I'm like literally hearing my mom say that right now but like if you're going on and what we talked about last yeah. week it's kind of like a friendship right you're pouring all this in but no one's giving it back eventually you're gonna get to the point friends or family I don't care who you are if I'm asking you and, and you always right. put me last fiddle second fiddle and it's never like us not Robbie always if like Super Bowl parties he always does a WrestleMania party he always invites everybody yeah but like Super Bowl nobody came and that's like very unusual used to people would at least do like a courtesy show up for a little while and Mm -hmm. then leave y'all had a Super Bowl party his our friends did our oh, softball. I was people like, did. we didn't get money to yours, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Okay, tight. well, one, don't you always do Super Bowl with Mike's friends? No, I well, not always. A... We we did it with our neighbors last year. We have done it with friends. Oh. When you, you did ask us a couple times, but this year we actually didn't have any plans. I mean, wow, she's trying to blow, well, no, put I'm me trying, on the spot. I'm really trying to gaslight the situation. <laughs> no, but no, like, I'm kidding, really. But but like we used to it. ask like his cousins to hang out, yeah, and do stuff like that. I try to be close. Y'all moved here for them. Like, hello, let's right. build the relationship. Like, I, we don't do that anymore. I don't even know who you are anymore. Because, well, there's only so many times that you're going to ask somebody to do something and be told no or not right. even get a response. And it's like, okay. And also, I'm not going to come out of this sake of you inviting me three hours before. Like, you think I don't have anything going on in my life? Well, today I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, so It just pissed me off. Like, I'm like, okay, no, you're going to tell me. For I get pissed when they tell me a few days ahead of time. You're going to, and not even directly from them. My mother-in-law is going to tell me four hours before. <laughs> that I didn't talk to you a couple of days ago. Yeah. God. Literally. Don't um, be, don't be putting me in the middle of this. I got your back though. I got your back. I will, no. I will fight somebody. I'll bite them. I'll I bite knew them about the party days ago, but yeah. like. You were waiting. You're like, are they going to But also didn't think that it was going to be something we were invited to or a thing because of what was told to Robbie. So now I'm like, okay, so it was a thing. We were expected to be there or they just decided like last minute, like Debbie might've asked. Okay, listen, if I'm hogging up your afternoon, I'm gonna be offended if you have to skirt out of here because they invited you last minute. I'm not going. Yeah. I told them. I, I told Debbie. Good, because you got 20 minutes to get there and I'm holding you hostage. Yeah. <laughs> Relay the message. It takes me Lauren. 25 minutes to get home. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about I, your luck. She said- 
your this was at 127 who is this debbie, debbie. no i haven't heard from lauren oh debbie said debbie says oh, okay you're invited to can't remember the dog's name it's at five <laughs> i love debbie i, I love where to go much do. it's at 5 30 at so-and-so's house i said have plans comma can't make it right period tell biscuit we we are unavailable sorry about it i told robbie I hope you I live, like, live another year Robbie, I said, if you want to go, Robbie's very attached to her dog. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be her last birthday. So I okay. said, if you want to go, then by all means, I will try and be back so that you can go. He's like, I'm not going without you. And I was like, oh, Robbie always doing He always things. does that shit. But I'm like, love you, Robbie. I'm like, don't go and like feel bad that you or don't not go and then feel bad that you didn't go. And he was like, no, he was like, I'm pissed, too. Like, it's really irritating well it's rude but, but the whole family the family dynamic is that nobody will ever bring shit up with one another so I said to him I was like listen I said it's to the point for me where I'm not going to be aggressive about it unlike how I just was the last five minutes <laughs> but I said I I really feel like I'm at a point now where I need to craft a nice text message to them and just say like hey I don't want to be harboring this resentment towards everybody, but I, I am, I'm feeling this way. And so is Robbie. Like if there's something that we have done that has made it so that, you know, we aren't necessarily wanted at family events. Yeah. Then please don't even bother with a courtesy last minute invite. Please just don't invite us. Or maybe if ask them, maybe ask first. Who? The family. Like maybe ask if y'all have done something. Right. You just said you maybe I would. OK, well, but my my whole thing is they need like at this point, they need to know that like it makes us feel really shitty. Of course, to it's hurtful get, to feel like an invitation for us is an afterthought to things. Right. Or like you said, the we're not one where you're we're not important enough to invite ahead of time. Right. Or like the last minute thing where they're like, oh, they probably can't make it anyway. Let me invite them. Like we've all and done that at some point along the way. Like, don't do that. Literally. We've all, we've, we've all, all done those. that. But I mean, no, I think you're right. And you didn't even ask my, no, give me your Ask opinion. for my advice, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. What's new. But I would ask him like, if I, I am about like, I don't like confrontation for the most part, but if it is something like that, yeah. I will ask. And I somebody, don't want to rock the boat. No, of course. And that, and that's not what I mean, which is why I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> Lauren, if you're listening, fin I hope you finishing tuned, my caffeine, I hope you tuned out a long time ago. Um, but maybe like I am the type of person that like, I would want to know if I did something, you know, so as awkward as it may be, I would ask, I would like flat. Cause that is the confrontation that I will be okay with is like, yeah. Hey, if I did something, you know, please let me know because we feel like we're always invited last minute and our schedules don't accommodate last minute stuff. Like we have other stuff going on on my one day off. I have to cram so much stuff in. I would have loved to have been there, but right, why like, are we always last? Like I'm that's booked not cool. and busy. Right. She's a busy bitch. She is basically famous. She is doing everything we can to blow up. Pew, pew. But you like, know? I will Jeez. bend over backwards to be somewhere or make something happen when it comes to like family related of course. stuff. I, well, y'all moved here. Like you said, you yeah. moved to be closer to family and that's your network here. I mean, outside of mine, you know, you're always invited to stuff. I know. 
No, for real. You know. I do know. Okay. I'll just march my ass right on over here. Uh, You absolutely can. (laughs) I feel like we, listen, Spencer lives. This is why I need to live closer. Spencer damn near lived here during 2020. Let me tell y'all something. Over every day. We were the quarantine circle. That was it. That's because we were only allowed to hang out with each other. Right. We were scared. And we karaoke'd every day. God, it those, didn't help me at all. Those were good times. Did we had a lot of fun. Tell me I didn't find a shirt that says, uh, it's a sweatshirt that says, ask me about my karaoke song. I'm going to get it. I need that. I need that too. All right. Basically famous merch. Wait, yeah. Just, just saying. We, all right. We do we do like to incorporate karaoke in everything we Listen, do. Listen, you better believe if me and Spencer are coming to something, the karaoke mics are coming out. We do have yeah. portables. Yeah. We I don't, do I don't portables. go anywhere where I don't have the opportunity to have a mic in my hand. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is you can sing and I cannot. So it's it's really unfortunate, but it but it, sadly it doesn't stop me <laughs> at all. But not always. It's not a it's not just a natural gift. Mm-hmm. If there's alcohol involved, there's a lot of wrong notes hit on my end. Okay, well, sober and alcohol involved, there's a lot all the wrong notes. Oh, sober notes too. Sober, I hit wrong notes too. Whatever, you can still sing. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyways. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. So anyways, I was bitching to Robbie and stewing about that, and that's what held me up today. So that's why I was a little late. Um, Well, you are forgiven. I definitely think maybe, I I think maybe scaling back just a little bit um, on the text and just asking. I think you should ask. It will, listen, you You should ask. You know when I put things in writing, I'm very diplomatic. Oh, no, you're very nice. I... Listen, whenever we have any formality, like I'm, <laughs> this is not going to be surprising to most of you. I'm more like, hey girl, just wanted to check in. Is everything okay? Did you still want to do that biz deal? Cause I'm so down. It's literally how I would talk to somebody, yeah. you know, not necessarily with that accent, but I'm, that's how I, I shoot it to somebody. Spencer's more like, Hi, to whom it concern. Uh, I can't even talk like that. No, you, you have a very nice way of of putting things. But I would I would ask that way they have to tell you because you're right. I mean, if yeah. you're if you're willing to be somewhere and you're going to make it a priority and you've always made it a priority, that is really shitty to feel like you're not getting the invite and you don't know why. I would ask, what did I do? Because it would eat at me. I would literally lose sleep over that. Yeah. God, we need our beauty sleep. We're almost forty. <laughs> Hi, Wiley. I hate it here. My cousin, um, going to Great Wolf Lodge the other day, was like, oh my God, I'm dying at you with, I think it was my cousin. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was her, but we were just like, I was dying at you with the almost 40 thing. I'm like, listen, it's a sad, scary truth. You know what the good thing is? It, but listen, it's not my truth. It's your truth. Bitch, you are one year younger than me. Correct. I'm sorry. Correct. One whole year younger. Um, I am mid thirties. I do not have to accept that I am quote almost 40 no that doesn't work for me okay whatever i'm 37 but you are cordial i'm i'm telling you in advance i'm cordially invited to the downward slide <laughs> no oh well maybe yeah god i don't even know what 40 is gonna look like lord knows hope i make it there um but i'm going to mexico on a girl's trip i already told mike i said listen i don't know how i'm gonna feel on 40 i might be sad i might be happy but that resort we just went to the all-inclusive uh-huh. that lily and i and Haley like that's your 40th plans 1000 percent. count me in so don't act like i'm not telling you in advance uh, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. You're you're invited. All right. Well, I mean, wow. I don't even know what to say, but we have a great show. And guess what of this course. show's about? Mm. It's about that single girl nostalgia. I need to put a disclaimer at the front of this one that mm-hmm. says, um, no, warning. no, no family allowed to listen and no Robbie. Oh. I don't want Robbie listening to this oh, show. Oh, you don't? Why? He would not. It, Robbie's got your back. Bye. 
No, I mean, listen. You he, don't hurt his feelings. He knew what he married. Of course. But I think. Oh, he knows. He listens every week. If you think for one second you're about to surprise him, newsflash, you're not. I'm not. I'm really not. But, you know, I I probably wouldn't. Okay, listen, guys. Wendy and I were talking mm. like a few weeks ago. Okay. And I was like, we reminisce about our days being single. Oh, that. I thought you meant the family thing. I was oh, like, what? God, no. Oh, 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 okay. I know. Yeah, yeah. No. And so. Well, I understand that I'm very happy in my relationship. I love him. It's not him at all. I don't want him to have like, you know, hurt feelings thinking mm-hmm. that I'm like reminiscing about not having him around. Got it. Of course you love him and nobody would go back. I mean, would they? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Only I would go back if I could be back where I was. Do you know, does that make sense? Like I would go yeah. back for a time period but only to have the same future. Wow. Who is she? <laughs> you would go back to have things play out exactly as they did. You wouldn't make any changes. Like I would go back and relive the fun times, specifically like my Florida life, specifically that only actually. See, <laughs> to like have my, to have Fisher, to have my, like to have that the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'd go back and relive it. Cause sometimes, you know, I do feel like I was good at taking full advantage and really living in the moment. But at the same time, like there's definitely stuff that I feel like I was reserved on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's other things that you can do to like really maximize your time on earth. Yeah. Like if I go back, I had such a, like I romanticize that time of my life where I was like single or like not even like in and out of relationships. Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We've never talked about this. Are you, were you always a relationship girl or a single girly? Single, but always like, like mm, okay. I kept my relationships very gray. Oh, you would. If y'all know, you know. Yeah, like you, very okay. gray. All Listen, right. maybe this is unbecoming considering we just spent uh, two hours talking about <laughs> religion and spirituality. <laughs> I miss casual sex. Okay. Like I loved casual sex. That was fun. The okay. thrill of like finding somebody new and not knowing like what to expect. And I don't know. It was exciting. That was like ex- no strings attached. Like no, no obligations. Or no obligations. Just a good time gal okay. out on the town. Like I, I always say like my like rebellious period. I didn't rebel and do a bunch of drugs and shit like that. Right, I was sexually no. promiscuous. Okay. And I also think like, but that time of my life was like really complicated in that like I was essentially grieving my mom because mm-hmm. she was- Like you were searching for something else. Oh, I was self-medicating and yeah. I was 100% doing that with sex and alcohol mm. because I was like just going through so much like trauma in my personal life and that was just an easy, easy way for me to like get like- I don't know, like an adrenaline rush and like make myself feel good and feel better. Well, it's also, I think, too, like an acceptance thing, right? Like you feel needed, wanted, like whatever in that yeah. in those moments, right? Yeah. Um, no, I get that. I feel like in my single girl days or like that, I, I was always a relationship person, but like long-term stuff. So like I would have like a two year relationship, a three year relationship, two year. It was always, but then in like the short interim, 
I never really went crazy in those moments. Mm -hmm. So in retrospect, that caught up with me. So I was in a two and a half year relationship and I moved to Florida, I moved to Orlando first, and then I moved to Tampa while I was dating somebody in Tampa. And then when we started talking about getting more serious marriage, I like freaked out, like literally picked out a ring. We lived together. We had just moved in together and I broke up with him that week out of the blue. Yeah. You can imagine that really destroyed this person. And I felt horrible for that like later, but, but it's better to do it then than like yeah. wait for you to get like in the process of planning a life together. Sure. Yes, absolutely. And then be like, you know what? <laughs> Six Never months mind. down the road. Change my mind. I don't think this is for me after all. Right. But what the problem was, unlike what you're saying, like where you were like kind of free all throughout, like in between, I didn't do that. I was like relationship to relationship and it just worked out that way. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wifey material. <laughs> Doubt it. But actually I am a good wife. Um, But it was like, it all just came to a head. And then I was single for the rest of my time in Florida. I mean, outside of one other relationship for like a year and a half, the six years I was single and I loved it. See, and I liked being single too. I, there was... Two particular people that I was in and out of a relationship with, one of whom like will forever have like a chokehold on my brain because it was so there was no closure to the relationship. It was so volatile, but like, I don't know. I was like, I think I was actually like wanting that. This was the guy that you've told me about before that like, would just gaslight the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's hard too, because I feel like in gray areas like that, where you don't have closure or you don't have a reason, I don't care what relationship it is, whether it's a family member, a, a boyfriend or a friendship. If you don't have a reason and why something ended, it is so hard to grasp your mind around why you, I think you always will think like, did I do something? Did they do something? Was it something that was just like, it fizzled out on its own. There's so many things yeah. that would like, mess with your head to where it's like hold on a second like wait why like I gotta have a why you gotta tell me why right now. yeah I, I need I to, need to know I need to have a why I need to know and so I think because like he was I almost felt like I was punishing him when we would go out and I would just like drink and party and like mm. I do miss like I miss those days because of how much fucking fun I had yeah like to have like no financial responsibility. Like, I mean, I had financial responsibility, but Minimal. not like now. Minimal. Are yeah, you kidding it's me? So different. When I think about my seven hundred dollar a month Havsy rent payment, oh my god! Do you know how many times I think about that in a month? Like, I'm like, wow, yeah. that must be nice, Wendy, twenty one year old Wendy, seven hundred dollars a month, and you were you were barely able to make ends. Get out of here! Literally, when I first moved to New York, okay, <laughs> and like, granted, I was Robbie and I were starting to date at this time, but. I still so did cons- Robbie live in New York. Yes. Me- okay. Yes. And I still considered myself single, but like I really did move there because he lived there and I was exploring. How long did, did how long were y'all dating at that point when you moved there? We weren't, we weren't dating. I know okay. this sounds crazy. Okay. okay. Well, hold on. How long did you know him? Like what's the timeline here? You didn't just move to New York because you met a guy named Robbie at a bar eating burgers for free. No, wait. <laughs> okay, I know I've told you the story of how we. I, I'm sure you we have, met girl. You know my brain. Okay, doesn't so remember anything. Listen, long story short, Robbie and I met online. Yes. This was pre dating apps. Okay. This was 
This like match.com? No, no. This oh, was AIM? like AIM chat room. How did you even meet? I believe it was a, a hot tubs themed chat room. Wait, stop. This is why you don't let children on the internet. <laughs> not the, not the hot tubs themed chat room. Get pants. out of here. ASL. <laughs> so I was 16. I Always. just turned 16. Okay. He had just turned 21. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I told him I was 21. So anyways, we talked for years yes. online um and he, like he didn't he knew me but he didn't like really know me he knew of you because he like he you didn't know. know what i was doing right and like that i had boyfriends and stuff like that like it was hoes in different area codes always am still, i allowed to say that ludicrous did st- still do <laughs> what so, what no you don't <laughs> You do not. You don't know me. Yes, I do. <laughs> you don't. You don't even have time to jump ship to go to a birthday party for a dog. You definitely can't be meeting up with some literally Joe Schmo jump- in Alabama or well, okay, New York. Whatever. I could not. I think about like <laughs> juggling men the way I was back in the day, and I'm like, how? How did I have the energy or patience to handle all those fucking morons? Anyways, mm, I don't know how you did it. I could met. never date multiple people at once. So dumb. Oh, it did was. You? Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, all the time. You were juggling. Like she always. Was juggling. I was juggling. See, I a lot of never... balls in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she loves a good pun. This girl right here. Yeah. Um, I could never do that because it used to get on my like first dates get on my nerves. Hey, what do you do? You have any brothers? You have any But it was never like we didn't yeah. like date date date. Just doing it. You were just casually doing it. Yeah, but we like at that age. Mm-hmm. Like you just party, you go to house parties and like, you might hang out at people's houses. Listen, but not like, here and there in North Carolina. We don't. Oh, well. <laughs> this was in Michigan. <laughs> okay. But anyways, long story short, I was in and out of this like really tumultuous relationship. And then I finally was like, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm over this shit. I'm over it. And I was like, I, ha- there's this other person who like, he was obviously very into me. Like but a I safe think- bet almost. Yeah. Yes. A but sure thing. I knew that he was just a, a good person. I just could tell that. Okay. So anyways, I had always wanted to move to New York. That was like a thing for me. All my schools that I applied to were you, in New every York. Every girl wants a Carrie Bradshaw moment. Let's and be honest. And it was. I was looking for a Carrie. I yeah, got into Fitum in the city. I didn't end up going, which was like a huge regret of mine. Huge regret. <laughs> huge regret. Um, anyways. So when I decided, okay, I'm going to move to New York, I found a roommate on roommates.com. Shout out Jacqueline. Uh, oh, I was going to say that's very risque, but okay. Listen, it was a, it worked. I met her. I went out. I drove out for three days so we could meet and hang out and make sure that we like got along, whatever. Loved her. I mean, we were like instantly like best friends. Yeah. And then I moved out a month later. Like literally packed my Jeep up as full as I could get it and moved out. And it, as it turned out, and this was not intentional, he lived like a block away from me. So anyways, so that was, that a, was just that a, was a God wink. That was a God wink. See, you know, they exist. <laughs> you asked me earlier. I forgot how I what we were saying when I first that was kind of single. And oh, that's what we were talking about, because you were like, I think about your seven hundred dollar rent. Oh, yeah, Jacqueline yeah. and I shared a one bedroom apartment. Oh, 
I slept in the bedroom on a mattress on the floor and she slept on the couch. Y'all should have got a trundle bed or bunk beds. Like bunk beds is grown ups when you're single <laughs> and 21. Like that's so underrated. I would have loved that. Stepbrothers. Yes, please. Well, in New York, you can hire people to build temporary walls. It's very common for people to share um, share apartments like this. So mm-hmm. companies will come in and build these like faux for walls. The poor people. Yeah, the poor people. <laughs> I would have had one of those too. But so anyways, so we shared this one bedroom apartment and she and I probably, well, let's see. I moved out there. It had to have been like beginning of September or October. What year? If you say 2011, I will die. No, it was earlier than that. 20, oh. uh, no, it was 2009, I think. Okay. It was either 2008 or 2009. I can't remember. Anyway, so we moved. So we're living in this apartment. A month after, no, two months. It was actually Thanksgiving Eve. She got laid off from her job. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Literally. So she calls me and she's like, come to the city. I got, she's like, I got laid off. So we were two broke ass hoes. Yeah. Robbie would steal burgers from the bar that he worked at and bring us home like that was my burger reference once, earlier y'all in case you missed it go back and listen once a week we would split a special burger but otherwise we were living we would split a can of tuna on a piece of toast but we always had money for cigarettes and booze because priorities you, baby you bet your ass priorities. we were still hopping around manhattan yeah chugging uh drinks at bars even though neither of us had any money but it was great we didn't need to eat we just boozed it up but I feel like that is like single girl stuff like when me when I've told y'all before I've told you before like living in Tampa and then I moved to St. Pete I didn't have no money me and my friend Samantha would literally alternate weeks paying each other's groceries I would go to Trader Joe's with $20 you better believe your girl was snatched we would do that too because I was poor because I didn't have any other money I would get them little grilled chicken tenders and I would like grill them up you know a little buffalo sauce shred yeah. them up and some vegetables I didn't even have a microwave in my apartment my apartment was 520 square foot <laughs> which I posted on my I don't stories. think ours was much bigger <laughs> so I posted on my stories recently because I was cleaning out my little buffet in there and it was all of the oh look there's my champagne refiller right there he's somebody's like, getting laid later he's great <laughs> he gotta give me a foot rub he knows the rules <laughs> he's he's grinning y'all he's got ear to ear he knows we had to stop it and start it because I got a refill. So I'm just going to be completely transparent. But uh, we were talking about my apartment in St. Pete. And so me and Samantha would like trade off on buying groceries for the week because we literally didn't have any money. We're like, dang, we, but we still wanted to go out. And like mm-hmm. Bouge, me and Bouge did happy hours every Thursday night at this one bar in downtown St. Pete. And so it was like, you really had to lay your priorities out. We were single girls. We wanted, me and Samantha used to go rollerblading. <laughs> rollerblading she did have a boyfriend who was like rich and lived on Bayshore you know so occasionally we would like skirt into his house but for the most part now we just skirt we would like rollerblade and down the street whatever rode my bike but I mean there was no like I could do whatever I wanted and like Spencer was here earlier y'all let me tell you something Fisher (laughs) and I had to really think about this because I gotta be careful what I say because being a mom is great, you know? Spencer knows. Sure. Spencer really made me feel good. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. And, like, I 
have had Fisher for the last couple of days. I don't share when Mike's out of town, but Mike was out of town. Like I don't share it real time because I don't know who is listening to us. If you're a stalker and you're supporting the podcast, thank you. I appreciate you in advance, <laughs> but please don't murder me in my house. Um, but I've had him nonstop since Friday, basically. And man, he was like, he woke up early from the nap, whatever. Y'all, if you're a mom, you know, I don't have to tell you. But anyway, Spencer not being a mom, she gets it. Also, because she spends a lot of time here. She also gets it. And also Fisher, like whatever. He woke up from his nap and like literally screaming, crying. I was outside, door closed, and I could hear him from his bedroom. Spencer was having a cigarette. And I don't even (laughs) smoke, and I thought I needed a cigarette. Like it was, he was screaming. So I was like, okay, great. He's up from his nap early. But I like stood there in silence for a second. And I was like, it's okay if you just need to cry. It's it's fine. Well, I did. I had to cry. I was like, damn, like he has been so yeah. difficult. This I don't know what it is. Like he is at an age right now, four and a half exactly. And he is, Mike even said the other day, he is testing. I'm telling you, it got great for like six months. But man, he is testing your just all of it, you know? And I told Spencer, I was like, it is a control thing. It's just really hard right now. And so- when I knew that we were doing single girl nostalgia, I was like, wow. I said, well, this is nice and fresh. This is great. This is great timing. And I would never, ever go back on having a kid and like my life the way it is. It's, it's, I, I love it. And I told Spencer today, totally being a friend to friend and just venting basically, I, w- I never would go back on that. And, you know, I got pregnant with Fisher two months into me and Mike being married. It wasn't planned. Um, my dad died almost to the day. So it was like, it was all in, in the, the grand scheme of things. It was totally God's timing in my, you know, my life. I don't, I told her when he was, he was literally screaming, like, like exorcist, like screaming. It was like a deep girthy scream. Was it it not? It was, and he won scream of a grown man. It was. And (laughs) and I did tell her, I said, the good thing about Fisher is he won't get out of bed. He laid in there, but just screaming for me and screaming mama. And it's so annoying. You know, you see people like, Oh, mama's the sweetest words you're ever going to hear. Well, damn it. It's also real painful sometimes. (laughs) And she's like, you girl, you need to grab, you need to grab. But it's like, it was one of those moments. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I'm, glad it happened the way that it did because I don't know that I ever would have pulled the trigger on having a kid that's a yeah. scary freaking thing and you know I talked about it but it's like in the moments of like not having anything to worry about like I could literally come home it's the simplicity of it really? and I think that's why like so when simple. I think back and like romanticize that time in my life it was because I had so much freedom and very little responsibility and like you know, nobody's before, relying on you for anything. Yeah. Like before Nothing. I moved to New York, I, like there's a time, a period of my life from like 2005 till like, God, 2005. That means you were old enough to live on your own, which means you're it's like my 40. senior year of you're high like school. like near 40. Like my senior, you need to shut the hell up. <laughs> my senior year of high school till like when I was like 22, mm-hmm. like that time of my life, I romanticized Wait, that so was your much. single girl era? Yeah, I was really young. That is young. so funny. Well, because think about it. I have I moved to New York when I was 21. Right. And really, Robbie and I started dating kind of right off the bat. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, I've been with Robbie. I've been with Robbie really since I was 22. Okay. Feeling 22. Which is such a long time. That is a long time. And so it's like, I love my our relation he is he is 
my best he is so friend. precious so y'all he's like our num- he literally is the number one supporter like i could never- although he never dms me so i feel like he's not really so my supporter rude. he's yours he does still pay for patreon <laughs> you know what though let me just say this about your um husband he he's the type he'll text me on my birthday and be like happy birthday i have the greatest day ever like he's so sweet robbie yeah. really is so sweet he pours a lot into like relationships like he that's really nice that's yeah like a, that's a non-traditional guy though yeah they're, they're not always like that but he's yeah he's not one to like forget little things like he just little gestures like that is very much just how he operates and that's it's really nice he doesn't have to be close to i'm pretty sure he like tells me to told me to wish tammy like a happy birthday yesterday Get like out of here are you kidding me yeah right like now? he's just very thoughtful in that way so and <sighs> i cannot i'm very lucky because he is just he a wonderful is, person the yen to your yang in the relationship yes, world whereas I i'm your friend i can't if god forbid something were to happen and we weren't to end up together i just literally can't even imagine him not in my life as a right. best friend okay so but so i feel guilty sometimes when i like think back on these times and i'm like romanticize my life like before okay, him. but hold on it doesn't mean again that oh you, it has nothing to do you with don't want to replace your current life correct it's i think it's totally normal listen it is, actually no, it is normal hold on let me tell y'all something i'm in some mom groups uh-huh. and they be posting anonymously yeah they are and then <laughs> my brain takes it to the next level and i'm like okay what client does this fit in with because i do a lot of girls <laughs> in this area in these mom groups well you're a therapist i am a therapist and yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's totally normal to think back, especially, and I always tell Spencer, and I think you're great about receptive, like recepting, wait, receiving, being receptive. There we go. Mm-hmm. I had to work it out. Obviously don't need any more champagne. Um, To like me venting to you and you don't feel like I'm trying to, I don't want to ever compare apples to oranges. It's a very different life. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't get to come home and like binge watch shows because I'm so tired. I've talked so much to clients. Oddly, when Spencer and I were talking about topics this week, I said, that's so crazy. I've had this conversation in my chair. Y'all, I'm not even kidding. Six times in the last week. It's something that moms or as women go through where it's like, you think about like the simple times and it's not comparing. I don't ever want you to think I'm discrediting your tiredness to mine. It's just a different type of thing and well, it's no, like because I mean you can acknowledge when I'm burnt out and yeah. when I'm tired and like guess what you can still be burnt out and tired if you don't have kids like absolutely yeah but it's no, just a different but there are there are moms out there who if somebody without children complains about something they don't have time mm-hmm. for something or they're tired oh uh, well just imagine if you had kids no fuck off don't discredit like yeah, you're tired my experience my, you right. know my yeah. everyone's perception is their reality right so like sure. my hard might not be your hard sure but that but doesn't so hard. mean that it's not right that doesn't no. mean it's not still hard for me and that's exactly and I don't feel that way with you you don't do that no and I never want you to think I'm comparing to like my life to your life because it's very different you do work a lot and you know for me like there were times that even after having Fisher I went back to work at four weeks and I did six days a week and then I've cut you know you know my life mm-hmm. I've cut down to three days a week, whatever, but I had to work to do that. So I've kind of felt all the things I used to work seven days a week. I miss out on girl nights. I hate that I did that, but it's like, damn, some days you just want it to be. And this is still current. Like Mike doesn't listen to this. So we, we have no worries guys. (laughs) 
don't worry, he's too busy fishing. It's um, only Spencer's life blowing up after this episode. You know, it's no, we're not gonna let Robbie listen. We're gonna block him. No, Robbie, I, if you're Robbie's listening, gonna, I love you. Robbie's Robbie fine. knows. No, Robbie knows. Robbie loves you. He freaking knows. Um, and also he's been married to you and been with you for long enough, girl. You ain't hiding shit from him. No, the jig is up. The jig is up. He knows he married a whore. <laughs> they say you can't turn a whore into a housewife, you but I think it can. was more that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Oh, sorry. The hotel, everybody, even the mayor, reach up in the sky for the hoes on. It there. wasn't with the hard R. <laughs> it's just hoe. Listen, hoe. Ludicrous hoe was like it. Like think about the lyrics. They were it. He had those puns going. He did. Loved it. Um. Oh, wow. What was that? Where was I going with this? <laughs> Spencer, you really got me mixed up. What was I saying? I threw you for a tailspin. You were mm. talking about how, um your how the mom grew. Oh, just being simple. Sometimes I just yeah. want to come home and like Mike and I would be like, okay, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? And if I know what I want. Every married couple has that same conversation every night. For sure. <laughs> but then you throw in the kid aspect, which yeah. Fisher's a great eater. We are very fortunate. He will eat anything because I never made a different meal. But like if I have a preference, I'm like, oh, I want hibachi tonight. I want pizza tonight. I want sushi. Whatever. I always say it. Recently, I messaged him. I was like, hey, what do you want for dinner? I gave him like two hours in advance notice. Uh, he's like, I, I DC. Okay. Cool. K-E-W-L. Like, what is this? So then, like, before I left work, I was like, okay, have you thought about what you want for dinner? Like, I didn't want to have the conversation when I got home. I want to know now, do I need to get something? Are you going to get something? Are you going to leave? Do I need to cook? What is it? So I get home, y'all. And I'm literally like, okay, well, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just starving. I waited. I'm starving. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? You should have had a fucking snack. Oh, listen, I am the snack, but whatever. (laughs) He can't have this when he's pissing me off, you know? And so I was like, okay, well, what do you want? He's like, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to get my truck and go get something. I said, so what are you going to go get? He's like, "I, I don't know. So you're just going to get in your truck and drive to where? Drive until where? something sparks. Literally. Interest. I said, so where are you going? I, I don't know. I just get in my truck and drive and see. What, it's usually Chipotle. Vomit. I don't like Chipotle. Sorry. I know. Trigger warning. I don't like Chipotle. I think it's <laughs> shitty food. But I was like, okay. So then I cooked for me and Fisher. And it was literally some... um frozen ass veggies and Fisher was fine with it. Whatever. Who cares? That's what I miss the most. Well, actually not the most. I lied, but like, I just miss like the simplicity of like dinner, like making decisions without anyone else. I would literally come home and be like, you know what? I actually want a little wine and a Tostino's pizza. That's what I'm gonna have. It was $2, $2 dinner. We used to do that. We'd buy the dollar Elio's pizzas and like, that would be it. There would be some nights where I would just eat some peanut butter out of the jar with some cheese it um have a beer and call it a day literally go to sleep thank you next yeah next day like let's go save who cares no, no money was spent on food no all I, money was spent on entertainment mm-hmm. and going out well, and having fun again the priorities lied correct. elsewhere correct. and i was the same way i was like i don't feel like and also i was bored i was like well i'm gonna go to the gym i pay for a gym membership you damn believe i'm gonna go walk on that treadmill for another 14 miles i used to go to the gym <laughs> like, so the gym that I went to was like one of those 24 hour ones where yeah, you just same. had a key card. Same. So I used to go out to the bars. Mm-hmm. I would stay at the bars until they closed. And then damn, I, you would work out after. Yes. Oh girl. It was like pre-workout. I was like hyped because I was 
drunk. Not so, Spencer smelling like a Tostitos and vodka over here. The pizza and vodka sweat on I the go, treadmill. I go on the elliptical for 45 minutes Not and then the go elliptical. home. The elliptical. Yeah. That's the full body workout, girl. You get more bang for your buck. Listen, with these tits, even when I was skinny, they were huge. So. Stop bragging. Yeah. These, these. My friend, I've never been a runner. Right. <laughs> I don't like running anyway. Mm. Nerd alert. I'm just kidding. It's not <laughs> just telling like It just hurts my knees. I don't I don't like it. But my friend Samantha worked at the gym that I went to. Now you sound like a 40-year-old. Oh god. It hurts my oh, knees. Oh dang. Well, even at 20, I didn't like it. Yeah, no. But Samantha worked at the gym. So I joined the gym because she worked there and we would like fake she would like need cold calls. Well, I was in sales and she needed cold calls, so I would give her my clients to give her the numbers. Goodbye. Yep. I'm gonna make her listen to this, by the way. She don't <laughs> she don't really listen to these episodes. Yeah, I just called you out, girl. Um, but we would literally like, I would be bored. So I was like, I guess I'm gonna go to the gym. So I'd go hang out with her for a little bit and then go hit the weights. And then I'd come back later that night. Booze would work out with me. I'd go to the elliptical for 30 minutes. I was just bored. And I lived like literally two minutes from the gym and near Trader Joe's. So it was like gym, Trader Joe's, home, bam. I did tell Spencer, I used to hit the, um, CVS and I would get that DiGiorno's pizza. And we, I made such good friends with the girl at the front desk. We are okay. friends on Facebook still to this <laughs> Friendships made with the people that you came across in these like right. single days when you're going nobody, out. Like they don't care who you are. You're just friends with them. But I don't know. So many of like the long-term like friends that I have, I met doing like random shit. I mm-hmm. we used to call it, this is like so cringeworthy, but oh, we God. used to refer to ourselves to as bar stars. Oh, I love that. Okay, great. Well. That get you, was, get you some, get that on some merch. I should have put it on a fucking business card because I, we Truly. called ourselves bar stars. And I mean, I knew every bouncer, every bartender, didn't matter what bar or club we were going to. I knew them all. I knew them all. And I knew the right times to go to win and we'd bar hop and everybody knew me. And I fucking loved that. Like never met a spotlight. I didn't like hell. No, I ever. was like still to this day. Like, so people, my friends from college would come into town and I'd be like, let's go. And we would, we never saw a cover charge, a line, nothing. And I loved that. And I missed that a little bit, but like the bathroom attendants, best friends. Oh my God. Hey girl. Bathroom <laughs> attendants. Goodbye. You go ahead and give them a five on the front forefront of this. Yeah. They'll hold your hair later. <laughs> girl. <laughs> Listen. Oh my God. I no. Not for this <laughs> No, for sure. Okay, so what do you miss the most? Like top three things about being single, being the single girly. Top three. Okay. Ooh, damn. Besides being a whore. <laughs> There's a whore in this house. Um, There's some hoes in the... Wasn't there a song about that? Okay, I miss... I miss like feeling... I don't know. There was like a... I was much more confident mm. when I was younger. And so I also think that like when I think about my single girl days, like I'm romanticizing that part of myself also. Okay. Isn't it hard watching yourself get older? Very hard. And I just talked to a client about this and I almost cried in the chair. Yeah. it's. I mean, I wasn't in the chair. She was in the chair, but like seeing yourself get older. No, it's really it's weird. hard. And so, <sighs> and like God. I have health issues now that like I probably had then, but they're just exacerbated now because they were diagnosed. We just and, drank like, our worries I didn't away. Care. Yeah. So I think like. Um, that kind of like, I miss having that confidence of that person. Yeah. Like there, I could have pulled any dude I wanted to at any time. And I knew that and Mm -hmm. I did, and I didn't care. Like 
that I like miss that level of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss having like just the time to put into relationships, whether they were like casual friendships that are just people I saw out that like I knew them, they knew me, like we had our routine. Like I miss that like, com- this sounds so sounds like I have a drinking problem or that I did not at all but I didn't this is it but it was like a community of us Mm -hmm. that like regularly went out and socialized every single night so I miss like that Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's top three though that's kind of hard I'm gonna need to think about it for a sec okay what was what would be yours do you know your answers um I love that I asked the question and I didn't prepare an answer (laughs) perfect (laughs) but I mean like off the cusp yes I miss like the leniency in life, like just being able, and this is what I was talking to my client about is like, I forget how it came up, but it was like off the cusp stuff. Like if a friend was like, Hey girl, we're going to happy hour tonight. Like that kind of thing. Being able to be impulsive. Like now, like if you don't make concrete plans with me, Mm -hmm. I ain't showing up. I ain't going. Okay. Okay. So totally agree. That being said, like taking it a step further, like being a mom, I can't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't even have that option. And like I said, it's never comparing lives or whatever, but it's like, I literally can't do that. Like I have to make sure there's a, a safety net or Mike's home or whatever. And it's like, I used to do that all the time living in Florida. Like you never knew, like we would just plan stuff right then. Like, Hey girl, do you want to go get this? Do you want to go get drinks, dinner, whatever. And you could do it now. It's like, and you could go out at like 11 o'clock at night. Like and you had energy to do it. Like, right. Hello. And didn't even need to pr- a pre-workout or liquid IV. Like didn't even need it. Thank you though. No, thank you. Save yeah. your code. Actually, you can use our code. Uh, swiping up still. We're working on it, but <laughs> <laughs> they did come up with a new uh, flavor or sea berry. But no, I mean, just being able to do that, like I was telling her, I was like, God, it's, it's so foreign to me at this point in my life where it's like, what does that even feel like? I don't know. And even when I opened my business, um, like six or seven years ago, whatever, I missed out on so many girls nights. And I have told some of my girlfriends, like, I do regret that. Like I didn't go do stuff with them because I was literally in my salon obviously to set myself up for this point in my life where I didn't have to work so much, but like saving and, and doing all the things, spending, not saving, but whatever. Yeah. But, but if like you doing hadn't all missed out on those things then, then you might not have the opportunity to have the life like the and reflection. the schedule that you have now. Oh no, I wouldn't have. There's so no way like I would have. it's 22, right? Well, you, exactly. And yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like I poured my heart and soul into the business and missed out on so many things to do that. But at the same time, like looking back, it's like, of course it's catch 22. You don't know. I mean, if I would have done this, could I have done that? I don't know. Who knows? Um, but definitely like the flexibility of stuff and like the impulsiveness, like you said. And I think also having everybody like that and I, okay, this is going to sound so terrible because of course, like when my friends are like, Oh, we're pregnant. Like, of course I'm happy for them. Like you, you obviously want it. We're at an age now where that shit doesn't really happen on accident. Right. Right. It's not like, Oh girl, you're pregnant. So like, Uh, Of course, I'm happy with people, but I also feel like this little piece of me mourns because that's one less person in my life that could just, I could call up or text and be like, hey, you want to go get dinner tonight? Okay, bitch, but don't, okay, hold on. She's feeling a little attacked. Oh, you? You and me. Why? Because. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay, wait, Booge is going to listen to this. Booge will know. Booge and I were talking about this not too long ago. I feel like I'm a down ass friend. You are. You are out of 
anybody I know that has children. Your girl's going to go. She going to make a way. Yes. She will make a way every single time. But you are the exception to my mom. I'm the anomaly. To my mom friends. I'm the exception to the rule. Because let me tell yeah. you something. But you prioritize yourself. And you and I. You which have, is important. Right. You have talked to me off that ledge before. Because people will rip your ass. Just about, so dumb. Right. People will rip your ass for having a life outside of your child. And I never want to be just a mama. Right. Fisher's mama. You I are, don't want to be that person. You like, are I'm a Wendy person who is also a mom. You're not a mom first. No. You I are have, your own person. Right. With have, a child. Exactly. I have a kid, but you better believe, like I said, I'm a down ass friend. I'm going to go to girls night. I do make a priority. And very, very rarely do I get someone judging me, but occasionally I'll get that message. I'm sure. But I also think the people that are judging are probably the people. Because you're also very lucky. You've got a network of people that you can lean on. You're right. For Fisher. And sure. not everybody has that. I know. So I think that the people that, not all of them, some of them are just fucking hateful trolls. Yeah. Go back to your bridge. Yeah. But some of them probably are just jealous that they don't, they don't have, have the option to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, we're very lucky. Mike and I are both from this area. And I always knew in Florida when I had kids, I would want to be back home. Like that was just something that I wanted to do because I think it is so important. If you have children, being near family is a game changer. Of course you can do it outside of your hometown, but it makes it real easy when you've got grandparents and great grandparents and aunts and uncles and all the things. But I do always, I talked about it last week. I am rejuvenated during a girl's night. Like I love girl time. I don't know. I I can't even put that into words. I love girl time. And I think that also ties back into like the single girl, like era for me. It probably, yeah. It's like a little bit of nostalgia having like time with just my girlfriends. Yeah. Just women, no men. Right. And like. When I talk to my closest friends and they know who I am and they're like, God, you're, you're the same. Like I never want someone to watch my Instagram versus me. Like I am who I am. Like I am crazy. I'm wild. I'm, I've, I think I'm fun. I'm like lively. I don't know the right words. This is weird, but I like to, you know what I'm saying? Like I like to have a good time and I'm never going to turn on a girl's night if I can't, I'm always going to be there for a friend. Like I will maneuver, bend over backwards, whatever I need to do, even with a kid, because we are very, very fortunate that we have so many people that live here that I can, uh, pawn my kid off to (laughs) no, but have my kid go to, or like Mike can be here or I can, you know, whatever. But it's like, I, that's how I'm fulfilled is like feeling those. And like you said, maybe it is the nostalgia of that and like connecting with my girlfriends. I need that. I 1000% need that as a mother. Like I got to feel fulfilled and be able to go out with my girlfriends. And of course you have people that come at you and like, you're always doing stuff. Mike and I are going on a cruise in a couple weeks and we're not, we are the only couple not taking Fisher. Like everyone else is bringing their kids and some of my closest friends aren't going on this cruise, which is a bummer looking at you, Stacy and Marissa. I hope you listen. I know y'all listen. And Jen, there's multiple friends and you know, whatever. But I mean, it's one of those things that like, we just want to have a good time with our friends and like each other. And we upgraded to a balcony room. We want to be able to like hang out and have fun without worrying about him. And like Fisher's really wild. I know everyone's kids like, oh, yeah, I'm so wild. Fisher's wild. Y'all, we would not sleep a wink. Like a balcony in the room. Fisher would be like, let me go hang out on the side of it. Let me see what this does. How far is the drop? 
Like, no. Yeah. But, like, I get rejuvenated. Or, like, today when you and I just, like, were sitting and talking, I love that. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally, I ain't gonna lie, 10 minutes ago, I was like, this bitch ain't leaving tonight. Like, I'm about to give her that last uh, true or um, white claw. There's a white claw in my refrigerator. And I'm I was like, get her drunk. No, no, I, no, no. But I was like, 10 minutes ago, I was like, she's going to have that white claw and sit here and talk to me for a little bit. Like, yeah, if we, she go, think, we can hang. I was like, if she thinks she's about to leave, she's not. Like, I love that. And I think during COVID, like, you partially were almost saving grace. Like, I didn't do anything. I was stuck here. Like, my Wait, salons were closed. Hold on. What? We have to talk about how our like COVID hangout started. Oh, okay. My God. So she texted Robbie. Oh, I did. Yes. Cause you had him bring you wine. Cause you guys were already <gasps> drunk. We spilled it on the couch. So yes. Yeah. And you guys were already drinking. Okay. And so you texted Robbie and you were like, Hey, can you bring us wine from wherever? Mike and I had spilled an entire <laughs> bottle of wine on our couch. <laughs> Wait. So he had just picked me up from works and I was like grumpy I was tired oh and he was like I gotta bring this wine to Wendy and I was like the fuck okay listen so anyways, $60 bottle of wine bring it to me bitch yeah so <laughs> oh, he God. so we come to her house and I'm like he come he's like are you coming in I was like yeah I guess I'll come in and say hi whatever like I'm not I gonna kinda do remember I'm not gonna be like an it. asshole and just stay in the car not come into Wendy's house whatever right. no, not not to be weird no but it was weird at the time like this was COVID y'all like when we thought we were gonna thick we thought COVID. we were gonna get it and die let's be honest yeah this was okay. like the the thick of COVID yes. so I was like yeah I guess I'll come in so I come in and it's like the like this circle of shame because they have two of their neighbors over <laughs> and everybody's just like quiet sitting on the floor. And was yeah. like, Wait, I do remember. I this. was like, oh, so we're partying. <laughs> you didn't say all this. Wait, I forgot. And we all ended about up that. staying the whole night. Y'all did, yeah. We walked down to her karaoke, neighbor's house and right? started karaoke. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. That's how it started. But that set okay, I totally forgot about that. But that set the stage. It's like for, you guys were hanging out in secret, and then we walked in, and busted you guys. It was like just quiet. No, it was so funny. It, but the thing was, was like I just wanted friends. Like I need, you I were need people crawling out of your skin. Oh, I would literally send Spencer voice memos, like voice texts or whatever, and I would be like crying, like literally. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what to do today. She could not take the isolation. No, Fisher was one. He wasn't talking. He was barely walking. Like, it was a really weird... It's so crazy to think that he was that little at Someone that point. messaged me the other day and goes, oh my god, I've been following you since he just turned two. I can't believe how big he is. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go cry now. Like, it's crazy because we've had our account. He yeah. just turned one when we started our podcast. That's Just wild. turned one. I'm sorry. I've grown into be a great mama. But no, when we started hanging out, like, that's all we did. Like, Spencer would come over, I feel like, every day for a while. You came over. It was a lot. Every day, I feel like. It was a lot. And we did karaoke every day. So, wonder we had vocal cords <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Although, you had vocal training, which was bullshit. Wait, but ca- whatever. Karaoke, like, for the neighbors. When I tell you this shit loud, was loud, loud no, y'all, y'all. and outside. We'd, and at the pond, so it, it yeah. ricocheted. Off We'd them. start a fire <laughs> in the fire pit, and then we would just sing karaoke and dance around. And like the men would just sit around on their phones. No, we would. I mean, they could not have been bothered, right? And then I remember one time we started singing strawberry wine. I'll never. I actually, this is a core memory. Mike was sitting in the one chair, and I sat in his lap. You were sitting to the right of me, and we sang strawberry wine. And when I tell you, <laughs> I thought I was Weena Carter. <laughs> <laughs> 
couldn't tell me that I was not in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry for my no. debut. Like, if there is one thing that is for sure, it's that if Wendy and I get a mic in our hands, performance, we are singing Strawberry Wine. Doesn't matter where we are. We did it at MB's birthday. We, remember, I brought those. Uh, yeah, I had a mic and you had a mic. Yep, yep, yep. Uh huh. And yeah. we we sang it for all of Luke's friends. We did. We yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I also remember getting out my gun out of my car and showing everybody my Tiffany blue Glock. Goodbye. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember I do. that. Okay. But I do remember making Luke's friends sit down around the fire while we sang <laughs> strawberry wine. Did we them, sing though. this at our Christmas party? Of course we did. Okay. Yeah. I was already really disappointed. I, I, I definitely closed that place down. Listen, we're still doing, we might've rebranded, but that Christmas party is still about to be lit that Christmas every party year. Was a good time. Cause we did, we did the damn most. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my God. This was been this has been such a great little reminiscence. Trip down memory lane. I think Spencer really I I'm not even kidding, y'all. I feel very fulfilled today. Hanging the day with Spencer. Hanging the day. Hanging out for the day with Spencer. I feel the same. Like it's been a really fulfilling day. I mean, Spencer and I had great three hour conversation offline. A great two-hour episode. <laughs> I know. We literally, like, full disclosure, have start and stop this fucking thing so many times. But here we are. Here we are. Do we have a basically famous moment, or are we just not going to hold oh, no, the Oh, no, we sure do have a basically famous oh, moment. Shit. I'm trying to find it. Oh, see, I don't even know. This it's is- from it's from somebody who's been with us since the beginning. For How did lo- she send it? She's been a I long feel, time I'm listener. offended if she didn't send it to me, too. No, she did it... Uh, I think she texted into the hotline. Okay. Hold on, y'all. I'm going to find this. Okay, I got it. All right. All right. So this week's basically famous moment, uh, she needs some advice. Ooh. And feeling, also- Feeling advicey. Um, she, you should follow her on TikTok. Her handle oh. is um, Tay M. Moon. Oh my God. We love Taylor Moon. Okay. So she says, love y'all first off. Mm, at, love her uh she, at tam moon here you can keep me anonymous if you want doesn't mm-hmm. matter secondly not sure if this is a question for the show but wondering on what your advice is for figuring out a career that you thrive in and how to transition into that for a little backstory i worked in management for a luxury retailer and did social media for them and loved it but hated my retail schedule i now do social media for a manufacturer and hate it, especially since my director left and I am now the only one in the marketing department and have been for almost a year. I want to transition back into fashion, social media, maybe even event planning, but not sure how to stand out amongst 200 plus applicants for remote positions or to find something full-time around here. The closest major city for me is an hour away and not the travel I'm willing to do on a daily basis for a job. Any help or advice for your girl in her mid-20s? Appreciate it and much love. That is really difficult. And I have also struggled with yeah. changing career paths. You have. You started in yeah. hair. You left. You came, you came yeah. back to do hair. And there is no right answer or easy answer for how to stand out. I think that you have to put in the work in terms of networking. And I hate fucking hate networking i am not a chit chat kind of bitch i don't like small talk but it's i really do feel like getting a job in a corporate type environment these days it is all about who you know and so many companies especially here in raleigh so many companies are you have to be referred by an 
someone who's already an employee, they'll send you like a referral link and you have to apply through that and send in your resume. Otherwise, it's like they don't even look at people because there's so many applicants vying for these jobs. So my suggestion would be if you have a ballpark idea of what you're looking for, I would start networking, find networking events in that like area. And I would also work with a career coach um, who can kind of help fine tune your skills and help you find like which avenue you might be the most qualified for right now. Yeah. And get with headhunters. So this is the thing. I have a totally different approach. Okay. Let's <laughs> wow. There we go. So I did hair when I lived in North Carolina and then I literally within two weeks picked up and moved to Florida. And I, at the time was with NASCAR and then I moved there with $10,000 and said, okay, when this is up, I'll figure it out. And I did. I hated Orlando. I was like, I'm homesick, whatever. Moved to Tampa. Y'all, your girl worked in technology. <laughs> Do you think I know anything about technology? <laughs> no. And to make matters worse, I was in staffing. So I had to like staff people for jobs. Wait, that's what you were doing? First. Oh, first. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am talking to some QA developers, some .NET developers. Yeah. I know. You're you're like, what? I hear you. What? Yeah. Mm, your girl. Yeah. Shocking. So then I transformed, trans, transitioned, I guess, not transformed. I transitioned into sales and I did technology sales, but still selling like job. That's how Bougie and I met actually. Mm-hmm. So she was my recruiter. And I was selling, you know, blah, 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 job orders. Boring ass shit. I like to call it BAS. Boring ass shit. And then I was in technology sales from there. Anyway, kept getting recruited out of companies and doing that. Let me tell you something. My heart wasn't in it. And I literally woke up every day. I was, I just told this story two days ago to a client because her husband's a recruiter. And then I felt bad because I was like, ooh, recruiting sucks. But um, literally, I woke up every day feeling like sick. Cause I was like, this sucks. Like there's got to be more to life than this, but the money was good. And I couldn't afford to like, you can't afford as a hairstylist to like start over again. Yeah. You know, that's why I was in CVS buying DiGiorno pizzas, you know, splitting it with Samantha. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, God, there's gotta be more to life than this. This is crazy. And really my passion was hair. I've talked to you about it mm-hmm. privately. Like my, what I know that I'm good at is hair and I'm so fulfilled. Spencer and I've had this conversation offline before because it's like, even with how great our podcast is and influencing and um, like Instagram, I guess, whatever money comes in, I don't think I would ever not be a hairstylist. And I've told yeah. you like, I am fulfilled by doing hair because that is the one thing that I know that I'm so confident in doing and no one's going to be able to like take that away from me. And it, I feel like with your job, whatever that is, you have to find what you are like fulfilled by. And mm-hmm. that might not be what you went to college for. I don't have a college degree, but I got that one job that I was seeing. I got recruited out of the first company from. I didn't have a college degree. That, that was one of the prerequisites for getting a job there. They were they happened to be on the beach and they were dating and they didn't want people to know they were dating. So I had like an end with that, you know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, you're dating. But um, I remember saying, listen, I see in the HR email that it says, like, I have to have a college degree. I don't have that. And I remember my um, district manager being like, oh, crap, we got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It is who you know. But at the same time, like, you got to figure out what what makes you tick. Because even when I was dabbling in other stuff to, like, figure it out, 
I will never forget waking up every day feeling so empty with that and like my passion being hair and like craving that like that is a hard thing for her like I know how that feels firsthand oh it's a terrible feeling to know that you're stuck you're stuck the perfect word for it you're stuck and I think like if you know you know she's saying she has like certain avenues that she knows really interests her yeah but that's why I was saying like a career coach could help give her a little more focus based on like what she what she likes and what her strengths are yeah also so something really interesting and actually I added it to like our uh topic dump list Uh for ideas for the show so a long time ago we had Christina Pearlson on she was um her handle used to be can't get a text back oh yeah I was like wait so she was a dating coach yes so she has shifted her business and she does human design now and I've been thinking about doing it with her because I find it really fascinating but she was fascinating on our original y'all total when you think you when you think you know you know something she was like I was like, what is she saying? She's so smart, man. Smart. And she's good at what she does. And Mm -hmm. so she is a human design life coach. Now she's really shifted away from like the dating thing and focused this. And it's very, uh, her clients are very career oriented. She might be a great avenue because that human design thing is really, really fascinating. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's another thought too. No, that's, that's really good. And I mean, I know that I, probably didn't even answer her question at all <laughs> but <laughs> but no but really like doing something no, that you, you told her to follow her passion you have to because yeah. like I said I did both like I chased like the technology realm was like the easier money aspect for me but like my heart kept like craving like the art the the hair like that's the side of brain that really fulfills me it's not like the paper pushing and like the numbers yeah. and like all of that and I remember even though I made really good money closing deals it was like you were only as good as your last month and that really sucked I didn't like feeling that way I hate I, I hated used to that. work in sales where yeah. it was eat what you kill we were commission only and some months I would make nine yeah. grand and some months I would make zero and that was exactly I remember <laughs> my, yeah my boss texted me on Christmas Eve I'm like hey cool we closed that Microsoft deal it's 13 grand like that was my commission cool but like that didn't do it for me I was like great I'm glad and it was like three months of work that finally was culminated into something. Yeah. But even then I didn't feel fulfilled. Y'all I'm not even kidding. An hour and a half, $200 hair appointment. (laughs) If I slay your highlights, goodbye. You can't tell me shit. (laughs) I did the damn most. It's, it's finding that passion. And even if it doesn't, and I know everyone's not in a position to like, just do their passion over the money aspect of it. Like, let's be honest, we were talking about that earlier, you and I, and it's like, we know that that's not for everybody. Not everyone can afford to do that. Sometimes, sadly, you have to do what creates the most revenue for your family versus doing what you're passionate about. We're very fortunate to be able to do the podcast and Mm -hmm. do all this stuff. But at the same time, when I tell y'all, I woke up every day, like hating life. Your girl ain't meant for corporate. Like at all. No, no. Okay. So if you, so then do you have advice for her as to how she can stand out amongst other people vying for the same types of jobs? Do I have advice to answer the extra question? Yeah. (laughs) To stand out to other, what? Like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Oh, she's really sad for me. No, she's, 
she wants to know like, okay, one, how can she like find these jobs? But like, how can she stand out amongst other people that are looking for the same jobs? Because let's be honest, ever since COVID, everybody and their cousin thinks that they can get a cushy stay at home. Right work from home job and that's just not the reality of it but so you have people now that you've got 400 500 people applying for the same job that maybe four years ago only 100 people would exactly and I do agree with you it is about who you know because sadly like I said earlier I didn't have a college degree it was the fact that I met these people on the beach at a beach bar Mm -hmm. that got me the interview that I was able to get through the interview and it was me and my friend that interviewed for it I got chosen well I was like shit she had a college degree I didn't I was like I don't have a college degree any great work opportunity I've ever had, it was because I knew somebody. It's, it's all about uh, who sadly, you know. and it's like as much as I hated, yeah, networking. That was that was it. I mean, it it was, but it's hard because like, how do you do that if you don't know anybody? I don't freaking know. Damn, that's not what you're asking. Hold on, um, <laughs> let me let me think of an answer. We'll we'll DM you with more no, advice. <laughs> I mean, but really, like, damn, that I sucks, know. girl. Like, what, just know you're not alone. You're I not don't think alone. I don't think you will talk to any. Any person who has worked, (laughs) some people don't got to work, but I don't think you'll talk to anybody who's career oriented, who hasn't felt or experienced what you're feeling now. And like on the positive side, you are in your mid twenties and it might not feel like you're young, but you are, but you are young. And so your, your whole career is ahead of you. Now is the time to like, do anything you can to get your hands into different areas and find out what it is that you really like. Well, that's what I was going to say. Depending on what your avenue is, you really should. We know her very well, this girl that wrote in. You should DM us because it it depends on what it is. If it's a creative space, there's ways that you can be creative in getting your videos or your, um, what do we call our one-sheeters? You know what I'm talking about, our marketing material. What do we call that, bitch? What do we call it? You don't know either. What? Um, our one one pager (laughs) no like depending on what it is if hey if these two bumbling idiots can do it anybody can (laughs) yeah hey anyone can make a podcast (laughs) you know um no it depends on what it is like if it is something like creative or marketing you can do our brand kit yeah, brand kit too yes media There's kit media oh, kit. it's our media kit that's what, what it is oh wow it just took us a little while hey to get i'm there. glad you asked us there tay moon <laughs> but no there's ways of, of doing it depending on what the industry is so if there if it's yeah. like a creative side you can do that if it's a marketing whatever so dm and us. she has a little bit of a social media presence totally. leverage that shit Hell yeah, girl. Tag them up. Tag them up in your post. You post a cute selfie. Be like, hey, you want me on your sales team? Because I'm the it. Well, I don't know. And that's that. And that's that. And that's on God. Wow. That was, that was. I don't even know how many um, I hope minutes this was. Because so every single, um, listen, every little uh, segment that we've done has been like 13 minutes, 18 minutes, 26 minutes. Yeah. Because we've been interrupted. But, you know, this was a great episode. I mean, I think so. I really enjoyed Memory Lane. Um, I Same. think the champagne is hit for Wendy. Yeah. And Spencer about to have a White Claw and hang out for a little <laughs> bit because we owe you all some videos. Oh, and uh, Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you for uh, voting on our artwork. They picked our uh, new cover. They did. Even though it was the one that we didn't y'all, want. Y'all, we were stressing. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, are they really going to pick the one that we did not want? But you know what? Well, we I stood should, by that. And I shouldn't say we didn't want it. We did. Well, it was a final two. Y'all, we're going to we're gonna have to post all the covers that we made. It's very funny. 
Uh, it took, it took not all of them. Not my Laura Farquaad chin. Oh my God. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> but we appreciate that. And we have some special things coming to y'all for Patreon. Like the vlog that we did with our whole, um, the whole process of their rebrand. Cause it was a wild ride. It was. All, all right. right. Bye well, guys. Get out oh. of my head. I'm in your head, bitch. I it's got, time. <laughs> I got to fart. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.